Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And once again, I am not John. Yeah, this is our second attempt to record episode 77, uh, the last full episode of 2020, or at least we hope it's the last full episode of 2020. Yes. Yeah. Unless somehow 2020 continues on to like next week or two weeks from I mean, now. If I were people like programming stuff, I would send a thing so that like all of the smart devices, like cell phones and everything, it'll go January 1st, 2020 again. Yeah. Like it won't update. Like, it, like after midnight, it'll just go ahead and reset to 2020 again. There... And then like 30, 30 seconds later, it'll, you know, give the proper year, but. You know how there's like uh, the Y2K bug? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with the 2038 bug? No, I'm not. So, um, in 2038, uh, the UTC time, which is like the the amount of time that has passed since January 1st, 1970, which is how like most computers keep track of dates. Yeah, yeah. Will hit the, the limit of... Uh, 32-bit integer. Okay, so everything's got to be updated for at least 64-bit? Yes. Or they change the way that it does time. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So in 2038, so, it's going to be it's going to be so all if you, messed up. If you up. have like a like an old like camera or eye device or something, it literally won't be able to go beyond that, right? Yeah, I don't it really depends on how it's set up, but yeah, yeah, I don't know what number of devices or what sort of like really what it's going to be is like I don't know like big like old mainframes and things like that. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where it actually will affect a lot of things, obviously. But I mean, there's plenty of time to patch into that. And I yeah, mean, they'll probably wait until they'll probably wait until you know 2037. Right. And then like, I'm sure a lot of those mainframes will actually be updated by then. Like maybe I should specialize in that in my in my programming. There like you I, go. Yeah. I am. Uh, and then by 2038, it'll I'll, I'll have no job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I'll have to do something else. No, what you do is you program in like an error, <laughs> so that like it'll do it again in like 2052. Yes, that's so. Um, for the there was a bug where um like 2020 was showing up as as 1900 oh really i i was unaware of that because uh they chose uh 1920 to 2020 as the standard window instead of and so, like, the, there was the, the Y2K. When Y2K was fixed, they changed it to 1920, and then instead of 1900. Okay, yeah. And then, because it's a lazy, easy fix. And mm-hmm. then it hits 2020, and it goes past 100 years, and things don't know how to handle that. And, and so, so it just reset. So, yeah, like, there were there were things that were... We're messing up in the Y2K sort of way at the beginning of 2020, which should have been an omen. It's an omen. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. 
I don't think anything's gonna happen in 2021, but um, yeah, it could. I don't know. There, there are no planned, planned, foreseen, foreseen errors or issues. Errors. I'm dropping. Oh this. no! Gino caused the technical error. <laughs> um, I knocked over my. I got a sun lamp thing. For, like, the seasonal affective, whatever. Yeah, that... yeah, sad. Seasonal affective disorder. So you got a UV lamp? Yes. I sat around nice. working earlier with it shining in my face. Yeah, that'll definitely help. Maybe. I don't know. It felt weird and blinding. <clears throat> yeah, bless me. I tried to mute, but I didn't get to my phone. I'm also <laughs> recording on my phone because I'm having internet issues. So it's all kinds of bugs. Yeah, we're, I, I blame uh, we're, 5G we're... and Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and we're, we're late for... For this because there was no internet over the weekend and yeah if you are listening to this and you're unaware of it there was a uh, infrastructure attack in nashville which actually blew out the internet for at least three different it affected three different states but it really affected nashville massively yeah and so gino was completely without any kind of internet or phone really it was like water I mean, you had yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's literally gino's torture um, but uh, but if but only yeah, I so had my sunlight before that. the internet. I know out. you. you Yeah, if only you could go outside and collect vitamin D that way. <laughs> don't go outside. Yes, like, I'm aware that you don't. I've gone inside one building since the 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 pandemic started. Oh, that was to see like a doctor or something, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I'm sorry. I've gone twice because I I went to see ah. the doctor. And I also went to the board game store because there was a board game I wanted that had just come out and I didn't want it to go away. <laughs> priorities. Do you know priorities? <laughs> so I, I did that. Um, uh, but otherwise, I've, I've, I've gone like out in my car like half a dozen times, but I don't leave my car. You so just go yeah. out there to scream into the void. Yes. Like, everything's an extension of my home. Yeah. And it's in my car. In my car, I'm still on the same half a tank of gas oh, that really? I had yeah. in March. I thought I was going to have to buy deodorant, and uh, I found an extra stick like at the back of our little cupboard. And so I was like, oh, wow, I've literally gone entire year using a stick of deodorant. Because <laughs> I don't necessarily apply it every time, because, I mean, quite frankly... Everybody in my family just have to suffer. Like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's what it boils down to. All right, on... is this enough? Is this enough witty, witty banner? Can we get into the news? Oh, or... I was going to talk about cartoons now and things. Okay, we okay, could... yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, we got to go just... for that tight ninety. There's the that um, what is it? Star versus something. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Star versus the Star versus Evil or something like that, or maybe. Uh, but there's like one of the main characters is Marco Diaz, and there's a scene where he puts on deodorant and he's like one swipe, two swipe, three swipe, four in like one pit, and then he does the other huh. pit. And he's like five, six, or five swipe, six swipe, and swipe no more. I was like, huh. but that's not even. <laughs> I bet you that triggered you pretty bad. It did. Too. Like, like I still remember it like years later. Uh that's how that's how badly it affected you. <laughs> All right. 
So uh, let's get into Fantasy Movie League. Yeah, oh, into wow. uh, Fantasy Movie League. There's oh. Yeah, there's not been anything big, really. Um, uh, do you have it on here? I don't think you do. Um, Wonder Woman set a record. It did, yeah. It set a record. Was it for 2020? Uh, yeah, for domestic, uh, at least since the theaters closed. Yeah, it, it brought in, uh, I think it's opening weekend, 1.2 million, something like that. I thought it was like 17. Uh, maybe. I might just be completely off. I have no Google. I can't, I I can't find I'm out. <laughs> I know worldwide it brought in like, I don't know, 40 or 30 or something. It, it, it brought in a fair amount. I forgot to put in 1984. Estimated $16.7 million in its North American debut over Christmas weekend. And $200 million, uh, worldwide. Nice. No, wait. Good for them. I don't know. No, it costs $200 million to make. <laughs> okay, but it brought Same in $16.7 million in North America. Uh, on its opening weekend. Nice. Yeah. That's I don't know who's chunk. seeing that. Yeah, seriously. I, I think a lot of it was New York. They, they changed a lot of laws and regulations to help out the... Um, the Wonder Woman? The, the, the theaters and everything. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, if there weren't a pandemic, then Fantasy Movie League Wonder Woman would have been... Probably split into like three days, and you would have been all like, "Damn it, which one do I take?" No, seriously, it would have. Uh, it was obviously the biggest release of this year, uh, and it would have competed with uh, Soul originally because right. those both would have been the the Christmas release. Although obviously, Wonder Woman would have in a normal year would it would have been released over the, the summer. You yeah. know, it would have been a June July release. Right. So you know, us saying this is kind of a moot point anyway. Right. So. We're having our own little anyway, yeah, movie it, league on streaming. We are, it, we are, we are. We're we're, we're just hy- hypothesizing on different universes at this point. Right. All right. Let's cover some real news. What do you got? All right. Uh, so uh, the New York film critics have announced that uh, the movie First Cow is the best of the year, and I was aware of this. Like I think we talked about it in our podcast at Did some we? point. I have no idea what um, we're talking about. Uh, it's it's about a small town or city or whatever that uh, uh, or village I guess that got its very first cow. Okay, I thought it was going to be like first lady, first cow, first dog, like the cow that belongs to like the president no, or something. Nothing along those lines. Okay, so yeah, no, I have no idea what this is. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, anyway, it's 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 about like uh, like people stealing milk and how this cow. Uh, brings together the community and all kinds of stuff. I'm actually not 100% sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I am just genuinely aware of it because I, I didn't watch it. It, it, just, it does not strike me as my kind of movie. Right. Um, Is it artsy? But I don't think it's necessarily artsy, but uh, it's, it's on the artsier side of things, I guess. Okay. Um, but anyway... Uh, it's by all of the film critics in New York said that it was the best of the, the year. So if you're looking at seeing something that people have said is the best, then, you know, we, we Gino and I might disagree. We'll actually have a secondary podcast uh, to 
come out talking about that. Yeah, but, we were going to uh, do our, our best and worst coverage uh, during the show, and then we decided we'd, we'd give you 90 minutes of a tight 90 of a normal show and then do probably another tight 90 of... So double yeah, the shows this week. Double the shows, Our double the plays special. because we missed because we missed the the uh, initial uh, coverage. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that was that was it. Um, um, MGM uh, was sold over the past two weeks. Oh, was it for five for five billion? Or I, I, they might actually they might be shopping around for five billion. I can't look this up now, so I normally look these things up right before I say things. But uh, but yeah, they're they're uh, they're looking to sell their entire studio. Um, they were asking five billion, and I think somebody was all for it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I'm seeing things from I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I know they were trying to sell, um, whatchamacallit, uh, James Bond movie for like $5 billion to somebody. Yeah, I, I don't think that worked out for them, so they're, <laughs> they're going for a secondary option. Uh, yeah, so, let's see here. They were selling their, the like, the MGM brand resorts. In like the beginning of the year, I don't. I'm, I'm doing a poor job of googling this, so I'm not sure what you're. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's okay. it's not important. But anyway, um, also Warner Brothers has officially announced that in 2023, uh, it will stick to a regular scheduled uh, theater window. Okay. And so, so 2021 is, is, day and date, on streaming. Yes. Yeah, twenty twenty three is regular theater window. Yeah, so twenty twenty two, they're going to just wait and see. Apparently, okay. I, I think actually they're going to wait and see how well they do financially next year, um, and see if it actually does work out. And they're just guaranteeing that twenty twenty three and twenty twenty three might be the last year they ever do a full theatrical release window, right? Um, because they are one of the studios where they can call those shots. Yeah. And and your next story has something to do with that, as well. It it, it does it does. Um, so Wonder Woman three is already in production, and and supposedly that's because Wonder Woman two did so well on streaming. It did. It, it apparently caused a lot of people to sign up for uh, HBO Max, and it caused a lot of you know happy things in those regards. Um, so yeah, it's already been greenlit. They're already working on um, pre-production and uh, writing the script and all that good stuff. So we'll see. Uh, probably by twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two, we'll probably see the next Wonder Woman movie. Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, the, this next thing I put in here, uh, Discovery Plus, is like a streaming service coming from the the Discovery people. So it includes like uh, like um, let's see here, like the HGTV and the ID network and 
believe like the food channel mm-hmm. um things like that uh and like of course like discovery and um there's a science channel i think is part of that mm-hmm. uh anyway so like all these shows that are available on these things are also going to be available on uh discovery plus which uh, releases on uh, the 4th of January. And I believe it's going to be like five bucks. Nice. That's not a bad price. No. For what you're getting, if you're into that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's four ninety nine for an ad-supported um, tier. Uh, six ninety nine for an ad-free option. Nice. Um, I, the thing is, though, even though it is cheap, these... All these subscriptions do add up pretty quickly. They do. And so it's one of those things where um, I probably won't be subscribing to that, but I definitely can understand why somebody would. I might, because currently we're subscribing to, um, whatchamacallit, uh, YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. And YouTube TV, we're paying, like with tax, it's like $83 a month. Yeah. And uh, that includes, uh, like, their sports package so we can watch the, the Red Zone um, stuff. But once football's over, we'll probably cut down on that. And really, the only thing that Becca watches on TV, other than, like, the, the local broadcast stations, which, um, which I have via antenna as well, um, mm-hmm. is uh, HGTV. And so if I okay. get HGTV for, without ads for $7... Mm-hmm. Then, um, I might do that. And Becca does love a lot of those house programs too. Yes, she will watch them for days. Like I think that every time I talked to you, talked to you for like a month solid, she was watching like old bones or good, good bones. bones or good bones. Yeah, that's it. Good bones. Yeah, there was like five seasons of that that she watched like for days. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about what sort of shows are coming to that in the new releases. Yeah. Um, in some COVID, no, uh, COVID news, the, the Cheers bar, uh, the one that was the external shot for the television series Cheers, okay. is, a, is closing for good. Okay. They are, they apparently have been opening, they have been open and operated for, you know, forever basically right and covid has dealt its death nail to it they they can't justify keeping the lease going they can't justify having anything so they're they're closing the bar for good and obviously like in a year time another bar will open up and it'll you know be in that same same, location everything and the same gimmick but apparently this has been the same bar that was that was owned and operated the entire time so oh okay yeah. During COVID, though, sometimes you don't want to go where everybody spreads their germs. Yes, exactly. Oh, it doesn't matter if they know your name or not. Yeah. That's that's sad, but... It know. is. It's, it's a like very frustrating saying, thing. I'm sure somebody else will pick it up. and. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the lease will be available, and it'll be opened up. And if it's not a bar, it'll be something else. I mean, It'll be a museum. To cheers. It will be. Yeah, it'll be a bar it'll be a bar museum. Um 
Let's see. Uh, the uh, Screen Actors Guild and the I'm sorry. The yeah, Screen Actors Guild and the Actors Guild uh, both say that uh, productions will be paused until at least mid January. Um, so they a lot of places they normally take a break around the holidays anyway, um, just so the actors and crew and everything they can be with their families. Um, but this year they said they're going to extend that just because of, uh, the fear of a COVID boom. Yeah. And so they're going to wait at least a few weeks out until, um, that has lulled back down before they continue any productions. Right. We'll have to see what happens with that, that new strain. uh... Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently has, uh, already landed in Colorado. So, yeah. So we'll see. If I lived there, I would not be leaving the house. I just, not like I, that's different than here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, uh, the the really (coughs) good thing is, is that, um, like, I have officially saw, I officially saw one person at the grocery store not wearing a mask. But in general, when I go to the grocery store, I only ever see, like, one or two people max anyway. Like, uh, where I live, it's not, it's not that bad of a thing. Okay. You know? Um, but anyway, so we'll see if that actually does have any long-term effects. Yeah. And if it does affect production and all that kind of stuff. Um, looks like there's some Netflix news. There is. So uh, people are getting a New Year's Year's gift. (laughs) Yeah, people are getting a New Year's gift. So Cobra Kai uh, Season 3, while I don't know exactly when it was originally supposed to air. Uh, It was supposed to air a week later on the 8th. Okay. But anyway, it is is officially coming available uh, January 1st. I I assume at midnight, but I I don't really know. Yeah. Um, It's whenever Netflix kind of wants to do it. Sometimes um, Netflix drops things like the night before, or like yeah, yeah, or they drop it at like noon. I it really Netflix is weird. It, it is, it is, and, and it seems to uh, kind of want to do these things uh, just based upon maybe some time zone that whatever somebody is at at that time. Also, you know? they they do weird things where like certain devices will have it available and certain devices will not until later yeah i think like, it's i think like it's last... just whatever their code like whatever their programs are uh set up to do like uh, uh, their programmers will set in different numbers or maybe it's different last new year's uh, day i wanted to watch uh, the circle and um oh the circle yeah and um so i i couldn't find it on the roku so, like, I went into the app on my phone, and I could find it there, so I had to go in and add it to my list, so it showed up on the Roku, and then and then I was able to watch it that way. Actually, I think I had to cast, like, Chromecast the first episode, and then from my phone, and then watch the rest of it finally on, because once I added yeah. it to my list, it showed up on the Roku. Yeah, but, that's like, weird. Yeah, like, it wasn't available on the Roku until later in the day. Speaking of the Roku, uh, HBO Max finally has a Roku app. Yay! Just as I've gotten rid of all my Roku devices. Yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> and honestly, part of part of why I switched from Roku was because of like the HBO Max 
I said that weird. The HBO Max app. The HBO Max app? Yeah, the HBO It's HBO, HBO Max. to the max. It's extreme like everything else was in the 90s. Yes. HBO from the 90s has become, yeah, Max Extreme. Max Extreme. All right. Um, I think, I think that's, that's all the, uh, news we have here. Yeah, that's, that's all I've got. All right. Uh, so let's get into some new releases. Slow coverage. Sorry. Didn't mean to talk over you there, but I was excited for new releases. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them. New releases. Um, there's not a whole lot coming out on like, uh, Netflix and Amazon and stuff. Uh, Netflix has a reality show called best leftovers ever. Um, which they, they take, um, they take leftovers from people's fridges and they make like gourmet meals out of it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a reality competition show. So I think it's going to be like. Like chopped, but with with leftovers instead with leftovers. of like ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Because why not? And then there's a, uh, a docu series called "The History of Swear Words." Um, have you seen stuff about this? I, I haven't, but it seems very interesting. Uh, so it's. Let me see here. Yeah, so it is. Um, Hosted by Nicolas Cage. Really? Yes. Like the Nicolas Cage. Yep. Nice. And it, it's got to be just voiceover work that he's doing too. You know. No, no, like his face. Really? Like he's there, like masterpiece theater style, with a book and a beard. Okay. Um. But like the trailer has him like screaming obscenities and and then it like breaks down like where they come from. Nice. I mean I'm I'm interested in that. That's I, I like when I use a word, I like to know where it's from. Yeah, so I, I think I want to watch that. That is not something you'll watch with your kids. <laughs> it, it is not, no. No. Uh, we'll we'll skip that as a family. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I'm. I was like, documentary series, boo! And I was like, Nicolas Cage, yay! Yay! And then I was all like, okay, I'll put this in the, in things that because I don't normally look at documentary series. We've actually just, had a uh, a conversation recently with the kids about curse words. Okay. Because ZZ had asked us, um, what is the f word? Okay. And so we had a long discussion where we told them what the words were and, you know, uh, what they mean. And, you know, that we went through the alphabet. They're like, is there a, you know, an A word? And it's like, yes, it's ass. Is there a B word? <laughs> yes, it's bitch. Is there a C word? <laughs> yeah, there is. It's one of the ones that daddy can't really say. Um, and we got our, our way up to end I was like, no one's allowed to use the N-word. It is one of the most hurtful words ever. <laughs> yeah. And so, and yeah, so we, we were talking about that and everything. And so we talked about fuck and we all, we all yelled fuck as loud as we could. Nice. And, uh, but the thing is, we were watching a Christmas story and the girls still think that he says fart. 
Because he's like, <laughs> I said the word, the mother of all words, the F dash 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 word. And <laughs> they think that it's fart. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm totally excited to watch this. And yeah, I need to know. I need to know. My kids have asked, you know, what certain things mean. And it'd be good and to know. Like, I don't know. They just, I know what they mean, but I don't know where they come from. That's right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see exactly. But they they the mentioned the whole like fornicating under the. Under consent of King. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they say that that's bullshit. That that's not a thing. That seems bullshit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where this also actually comes from. Yeah. All right. Uh, Amazon has a show called uh, Yearly Departed. Um, and it's got a number of comedians doing a eulogy for 2020. Nice. Yeah, if there's ever a year that needs to be dead and buried, it's this one. I <laughs> The... The little thing where I get all my stuff from uh, talks about how the, this comes out on the thirtieth, so that's that's today that we're recording it. Anyway, so it'll be out when you when you hear this. Yeah, um, it'll already it says, be available, so you can immediately go and check it out. It says for the year twenty twenty, which could finally come to an end as soon as tomorrow. <laughs> um, let's see here, uh, CBS All Access has a show called Coyote, which is about a border patrol person who uh, switch sides and starts sneaking people across the border. Okay, so wait, is this uh, is this fiction, I guess is what I'm asking? Yes. Okay. This is a six-episode drama uh, with uh, Michael Chiklis. Uh, the name rings a bell, but I, I honestly can't recall who that is. He is the guy from The Shield. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like him. And he's, uh, he's a former American Border Patrol agent who now works for the other side of the border. Works on hmm. the other side of the border. Okay, cool. Um, so... Yeah, that's Coyote, and it's on CBS All Access. It was originally supposed to be on the Paramount Network, apparently. Um, but now it's on CBS All Access. Hmm, that's a weird switch. Um, I guess. Like, Viacom owns all of that, so... Mm-hmm. They're just putting it someplace else. I, I feel like moving it from the Paramount Network to CBS All Access puts it more in the... Like, in the they, they have more confidence in it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Discovery Plus comes out. And on there, let me go through some of the shows that are coming out on that. Um, there's uh, 90 Day Diaries, uh, which a lot of these are based on like other shows they have. Uh, Chopped Challenge. Um, okay. Cake likes. There's the Doctor Pimple Popper. This is it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I a few weeks ago I fell down a rabbit hole on the internet and watched a bunch of videos 
And I am not a better person, but I do get a lot of satisfaction from this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, House Hunters, Comedians on Couches, Unfiltered. Okay. Um, let's see here. What else looks good? Uh, Monster Garage. Um, say Yes to the Dress in Sickness and in Health. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Race Across the World is a reality competition. I wonder what that's like. I bet it's like that other Racing Across the World reality competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously this was filmed, you know, pre-COVID. Because otherwise it's just people waiting in hotels. Right. Uh, Six Degrees with Mike Rowe. Oh, I like Mike Rowe. Yeah. Um, those are some of the good ones, I guess, that stand out to me. Uh, BattleBots, the Bounty Hunters. Mmm. I like BattleBots. I've always liked BattleBots. Yeah. But there's, there's 26 different new shows coming out on Discovery Plus on January 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, if you're interested, check it out. Uh, flip through things that'll take you a while. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. There's some traditional TV shows coming out. Uh, there's The Great North on Fox, uh, which is an animated show um, from the creators of Bob's Burgers. Okay. Um, which I love everything they do, so I'm excited about this show. Uh, it stars um, Nick Offerman. Nice. And, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think who else is in there. It's got the, the girl that plays Tammy on, uh, on Bob's Burgers. Uh, uh, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, okay. I like Jenny Slate, too. Uh, it's got Megan Mullally. Mullally? I don't, I don't know how to... Megan Mullally? Mullally? Well, M U L L A L L Y. How do you? Like, I was able to pronounce it just fine until you <laughs> said it like that. I know. Um. I think it's Mulali, L O L L Y, like like that is okay. how it's pronounced. I think. Uh, did I mention Will Forte's in it? No, you didn't. But that's cool. I like Will Forte too. Yeah, it it looks pretty good. Uh, so I'm going to give that a watch. I believe that's on Sunday the... the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, oh, I also missed on Sunday the 3rd is Call Me Cat uh, on Fox. Which is uh, Mayim Bialik. Uh, those come out on Sunday the 3rd. Yeah, The Great Norse on the 3rd and Call Me Cats on the 3rd as well. Uh, she uh, is uh, the owner, 39-year-old single woman who takes the money her parents had saved for her wedding and uses it to open a cat, cafe, cat cafe. Cat cafe, nice. Yep. I mean, dream big. Yep. Like, there are a few things that sound more horrible to me than like a cat or dog cafe. <laughs> I don't. I don't want hairy people supplying me with my food and drink. 
Right. Let alone a bunch of animals about while I'm having my food and drink. So right. yeah, that's 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 a hard pass for me. But you know, I know there's a lot of people out there. And the thing is, I am pet friendly. I like pets. I just and I'll go over to friends' houses. But if I go to a you know establishment, which I, it's not like I've done that for the past year anyway. Right, yeah. But if I do go to an establishment, I want to know that the hair that I'm pulling out of there is a guy you know named you know Jeff in the back who you can sue. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And Jeff is showered as opposed to licked himself clean. Right. Uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, call me Cat on Fox. Okay. I will uh, from now on. Okay. Yes. That is my new name. I'm Cat. I'm not Cat. You, you could, you wait. You're not cat, and I'm cat. Uh, uh, I'm... I'll, yeah, you'll be cat, and I'll be not cat. That's <coughs> that's it. We've we've established the hierarchy of cat. Okay. Uh, BBC America has a show called The Watch, uh, which is based on Terry Pratchett's uh, Discworld series. Ooh. Ooh, I was unaware of this. You know what? I saw a trailer for that, and I it was one of those things. I was just going through Facebook, so I didn't listen to it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that looks interesting. And I love the watch. I love Terry Pratchett's Discworld series, so I am all for this. Yeah, I, like I saw like a part of a trailer, but I was just kind of going through. It. It's like, oh, that's an interesting looking character. But yeah, um, I'm pretty excited for it as well. And uh, I think of all of the uh, the Terry Pratchett stories, the watch is the most doable. Okay, like you get a lot of fantasy, and you get a lot of you know ridiculous stuff. But it is one of those things where I think you can genuinely get yourself through it. You know, like, I, I, it's not as fantastic as it could be with a lot of his stories. And okay. it's not as nonsensical. Gotcha. Anyway, that comes out on Sunday the 3rd as well. Okay. We've got well, a lot I'll of things to watch this weekend. Out. I do, yeah. Um, so oh, I didn't put this in my, what we're watching. I, I watched the, the, uh, the first episode of, um, the mass dancer. Cause, Oh, how, how was that? Cause Becca wasn't around and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself and it was on TV and it was my birthday and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> and so whatever. I watched like, I came in like 15 minutes into it and I watched the last 45 minutes and it could be like you don't get a whole lot from the dancing. I don't think. Like it could mm-hmm. be just the mask, whatever, and you they've the got mask, the whatever the clue cool like package. That. I like, like the mask, whatever. I will watch the mask, whatever. <laughs> and it could be like the mask guy in a chair, or it could be I don't know. I'd watch like the mask skateboarder. Yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. They, they can't see, too. so they fall on their face. <laughs> The mass skateboarder would just be Tony Hawk. Let's not fool anything here. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to spoil the first episode. It's Ice T. It's Ice T. Yep. <laughs> he is mass dancer. Good to know. He is the the mass dancer that gets eliminated. Gets eliminated. He's, okay. He's like the first one eliminated, and he's like he he dances, but he doesn't dance real well, and that's why he's eliminated. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a dancer per se. But uh, he came out to uh, Uptown Funk. 
Nice. And and like uh, and it, it wasn't a terrible uptown funk dance. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't as good as the the younger, more energetic people on the the panel. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, the mass dancer aired on uh, Sunday the twenty seventh, uh, starting on I believe it's the sixth, uh, which is Wednesday. Yes, uh, is their normal time, and then following that, which is where I'm mentioning all this now is uh name that tune um it's uh like a revival of that old game show which was like one of my favorite things to watch when i was a kid i don't think i ever watched it you know i'm aware of it in the sense of um of you know people saying you know name that tune and all things along those lines right but I don't think that I am at all whatsoever aware of the actual show. Okay. Yeah. So, and so like the, the old show was like piano, like playing the notes of the, and I think the new show is going to be like that as well. Cause it's got Randy Jackson playing piano. Okay. I, you know what? I, it took me a second to remember that he was a musical person. Yes. <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else is there? There's a Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on ABC. And okay. I'm interested to see what kind of celebrities they're going to have on there. That could be good. Suck it, Trebek. Right? <laughs> oh, they can't have Sean Connery. They can't. Or Trebek. <laughs> yes. I like to, I like to, like, think that they're, they're fighting in the afterlife. They are. They are. It's just, it's just a bunch of, like, Trebek hosting his own show. And and Sean Connery just poofing in and going suck it Trebek and then poofing <laughs> back out. Um. So yeah, like at eight o'clock on Thursday the seventh is Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. At nine o'clock, um, is and I believe these are Eastern times that I'm looking at. Uh, is the Chase, um, which is have you ever seen that TV that game yeah, show? Isn't it? Isn't it a trivia show? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to like, you're going upstairs or something like that, or downstairs, or um, so or it's like, it, or like the it like it's stairs that light up. Yes. And kind yeah, of. yeah, okay. And like, you're competing against like an uber genius person or something. Yes. Right. Yes, and um, the this ABC version because there's like the UK version, um, which was previously adapted for the Game Show Network in 2013. Mm-hmm. I think um, I've seen that. I've seen, yeah, I think yeah. I've seen the British version. Uh, so there's that, but this is the like the American version of the chase. American version um, of the chase. But the, yeah. uh, the, like the, the chaser uh, is going to be uh, Ken Jennings, Brad Rutter, or James Holzhauser. That's how, how, whatever his name is. Okay. Uh, the the three like top guys from uh, Jeopardy. Okay, awesome. So yeah, uh, I'm grandma's watching that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got the hots for Ken Jennings. I know it. No, actually, she likes uh, James more than the others. I think. Really? Okay. I I am surprised by that information. Me too. Um. 
let's see here. Uh, TBS has the Go Big Show, which looks a lot like America's Got Talent, only they're doing like ridiculously big stunts. Okay. Um, and they have like, um, I don't know, the trailer had like monster trucks and other stuff, and I don't know. It's been a while since I've lost, watched the trailer, so I, I don't remember. And they, I think it had like Snoop Dogg on the. Because why not? Go Big Show cast. Jennifer Nettles, Snoop Dogg, and Rosario Dawson are the the panel. Nice. Um, but it it looks interesting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. NBC has a show called Mr. Mayor starring uh, Ted Danson. And yeah, I, I saw a trailer for it actually, uh, where it's uh, essentially like a Fortune 500 guy, uh, a la Trump. Uh huh. Even though he's never actually had a Fortune 500, as far as I'm aware. Um, but where he becomes the mayor of LA is that is that right? I don't I don't know. Like I've seen the trailer as well, and so I, I relied on that for my information instead of watching it again. So yeah. I didn't dig in, um, but yeah, like he's he's a pretty clueless mayor of a of a city. Yeah, and I mean I like Ted Danson, so you know I'm cool with that. Yeah, it it looks amusing. Uh, let's see here. PBS has a series called it's like a masterpiece series. Um, it's uh, all creatures great and small. Okay. And. Uh, it's based on books by James Harriet. James Harriet. I'm I'm not aware of that person, um, so and I can't Google it to make it seem right. like I'm knowledgeable. <laughs> but uh he's a veterinarian surgeon in England's Yorkshire Dales in the mid twentieth century. Um this is not the first time it's been a series. Uh, okay. There was one in the seventies and eighties on the BBC. I was about to say it's like that sounds like masterpiece theater. Or, yes, you know, that is something it, it, along it those lines. It said like masterpiece whatever up in the the top corner yeah, of the yeah. trailer. So yeah, so that that doesn't surprise me too much. Um, let's see here. That's it for new TV. Um, there's some things coming back, like like American Gods is coming back. For season three, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of trailers for that. Did you finish season two? Um, Did you finish season one? I think so. I did not. I only watched like the first episode or two of season two, so I'm probably not going to watch it. I, didn't, uh, I thought maybe you had watched it, so I wasn't sure. I think I did in the sense that this was before they got rid of Orlando Jones, right? Uh, the guy know. that plays Anansi. Yeah, I know who Orlando Jones is. I don't know anything about the. I I know he's not in it I anymore. Think, or I think I saw the second season. I'm pretty sure that I saw the second season, but okay. I've made up my mind not to watch any more of it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like honestly, when they uh, if they finish it all and I hear it ends well, I will check that out. Yeah. Gotcha. But until that moment, I think it's a hard pass for me. 
Okay, uh, movies. There's a couple streaming movies. Uh, Netflix has a show called Pieces, a uh, movie called Pieces of a Woman. And okay. uh, Pieces of is a Woman. Is it about Frankenstein? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, no, it's... Um, uh, it is a movie about a, um, a couple who... Let's see here. It's got uh, Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf. Oh, and, and Shia they, LaBeouf has been kind of getting torn apart here recently. They star a Boston couple who spend a year dealing with the emotional and legal aftermath of a home birth that ends in tragedy. Oh, no. Um, so that's Pieces of a Woman. It looks yeah. very artsy. Um, and then uh, Amazon Prime has a movie called Herself, which is uh, from the director of uh, Mamma Mia and the Iron Lady. And you would think it would have Meryl Streep, but it doesn't. Okay, I was about to say, like <laughs> both those things, the only thing they really have in common is Meryl Streep. Um... But it uh, stars a, it's a young single woman of two, young single mother of two, sorry, uh, who um, her ex-husband is abusive and like um, there's a housing crisis where she lives so she can't like get a house by herself with the okay. kids. And so um, she decides to build a house. Okay, nice. So, yeah. That actually looked pretty good. Um, I, like, want, I want it to be a sequel to her. So, you know, Scarlett Johansson and all that. Her herself? Yes. It's it's after she becomes, you know, sentient and she gets a yes. body. and uh, Like and ex then, machina and her. Yes. And then gets uh, an abusive husband and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's got to go all upgrade on him. Build a house. And build a house. A smart house. A smart house. Which becomes sentient. Which becomes sentient and she marries it. <laughs> all right. Boom. Why aren't we in Hollywood? You're right. You know, golden <laughs> stuff here. Okay. Uh, but I think that does it for new releases. Uh, you want to get into what we're watching? Uh, it looks like we've, we've watched a fair amount of things. Yeah, we, we both have. Uh, so, yeah, you go ahead. I think we've already covered your Mass Singer. Yep, I watched the Mass Singer. Okay. Uh, final of that. Um, let's see here. I watched the the Christmas Bob's Burgers episode. Uh, I'm still watching uh, Taskmaster. Okay, uh, um, which you I'm watching season the... eight, like, episode, like, three or four. Okay, you're like a... I think you're an episode ahead of us then, or an episode or two. Um, let's see here. Uh, Becca watched an awful lot of Christmas stuff. Uh, I watched, uh, with her, I watched uh, Merry Happy Whatever, okay. which is that series um, uh, starring, um, what's his face? Um... Quaid. Randy Quaid? 
is that the oh dennis quaid dennis quaid yes i was like randy dennis quaid's quaid. the other one yeah randy quaid is the crazy one oh <laughs> uh, yeah no uh dennis quaid and he's like um like this religious patriarch and like his wife had died and like his family's home for the holidays and like i don't know there's all sorts of my my favorite part is there's like the the um like the the daughter's husband and like the son's wife and the there's the other daughter it's her boyfriend's there and they they group together and call themselves they're they're, they're like we're not the in-laws we're the outlaws huh. okay and so like they have like text messages and meetings between them and they're like we're the outlaws i was like i want to have okay. outlaw meetings but we could be outlaws do you know we'd have to like have to have like family to, like it'd be like your sister marries my brother oh uh, really <laughs> that's can't how that'd have to a, work can't we just be a throuple do you know <laughs> uh to be true outlaws it's true yeah let's go let's go whole hog on this <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was actually decent, um, for a Christmas show. Okay, yeah. Um, watch some of, there's this, uh, what are they, Norwegian, I think, show called, well, like, the English version is Home for the Holidays. Okay. Um, but it's, and Becca watched it. It's got like English dubs. Okay, and the the original title is "Yours You Fork and Oregon Even." Yeah, I feel I really apologize to anybody who speaks any language that sounds <laughs> anything like that. I am really just going Swedish Chef. So, um, but uh, it's it's about like uh, well, so there's two seasons, and the, she watched the first season like like a month ago or something like that. And then the second season came out like a couple weeks later and we watched that. Uh, okay. but it's about like a, a single woman who's trying to find love around the holidays Okay. and like deal with her family like and stuff like that. Okay. Um, what have you been watching TV wise? Uh, TV-wise, on Netflix, I watched uh, all of the Alien Worlds series. Okay. Um, which, it's it's not very much of it. It's only, like, I think four episodes, five episodes, maybe. Um, but what it does is um, it takes the hypothesis of, like, how evolution is on this planet and applying it to planets in, like, other solar systems, like, way out there, like a binary star system where it's, like... You know, because all the energy on the planet, it, it's based on, you know, our sun and the energy that our sun can produce. So on a planet that's in the Goldilocks zone of a uh, of a binary star system, which would have, you know, two stars, right. it would have, you know, all kinds of plant life and everything and, you know, be so full of energy. And uh, like it talks about like real life species on Earth and how they adapt and it's just kind of applying that towards these hypothetical planets and it's good i wanted a whole lot more of it okay is it is it new is it old is it 
I think it's new. I think it's new. It's not popped up for me before, so I think it's relatively new. But I, it very well could be like five, ten years old. So, Wait, how's the CGI and stuff in it? I guess is. I mean, it's uh, good. It's decent. See here, quick Google it comes out on December second. It came out on December second. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good. It's a good show. I recommend it, um, especially if you like things like that. Because I like. Um, Oh, what was it? The Future is Wild and Alien Planet, which were discovery things. Yeah. And it talks about hypothetical things based upon, you know, uh, evolutionary biologists and things along those lines. So, yeah. Okay. It, it was just, it, it was exactly what I needed, and it was something I could watch around the kids. Um, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend that. It was definitely one of my favorite things that I've watched this year. Spoilers! <laughs> um... Let's see here. Uh, I watched uh, Alice in Borderland, which is a it's a live action series that's based on a manga. I think I don't know if there's an anime of it, but this is a live action series. Okay. Um, I it plays like an anime, but it's it's live action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's about, like, these three guys that are, um, they're, like, goofing off and, like, they, they stir up people and, um, get in trouble and they're running to hide and, um, they go and hide in a bathroom stall and then there's, like, fireworks or something and, and then everybody else is gone. So they're okay. in like a city in Japan, and and then there's like nobody else there, and they go out and like no no people, just like cars and things laying around, and ooh okay, and uh, they go like a day or so, um, trying to figure out where they're at, and then suddenly there's like flashing lights and says something about the game, and they're like okay, so they follow the lights to that, and they 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 step through this area, and they they are. Um, then at that point they're playing the game and the game is like, they're like puzzly sort of games. Like, uh, the, like there are different types of games. Like some are puzzly sort of like figure things out and some are, um, like physical endurance sort of games and sure. Um, but all of them can lead to death and they have to, and they are required to play. It's like Kind of. Um, but they're, they're required to play the game like every few days, like every, every time they, they complete a game, they get a, a visa and it allows them to stay there without getting killed. Okay. Otherwise, if your visa runs out and you don't play a game, then like lasers shoot out of the sky and through your head and blow you up. Okay. That um, seems excessive, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was, I it think, was pretty good. I think there was an anime called Dead Man Wonderland. Is that related to that? I, I don't know. Actually, you know what? That's a prison, I think. And you had to take like an antidote candy or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting things mixed up. Okay. Yeah. No, that's this is not that. Okay. Um, but uh, it was pretty good. We got... Um, yeah, like four or five episodes in out of like eight, and then it got, um, 
it, it got it pretty intense and oh okay and we just haven't gotten back to it i i want to watch more of it but it's it's there's there's a lot of i don't know stress sure yeah yeah it sounds like something i would check out yeah you should it's it's pretty good um and then last night we started watching the expanse again Okay. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. I watched two episodes in a row last night. And they're hour long shows, so that's 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 good for me. I haven't been able to watch more than like an hour of TV. Yeah. So and and I want to watch more, so I I really like the show. And I read yeah, the book I, and it's good. I, I watched uh I rewatched the first episode and maybe the second episode a while a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it's just one of those things I, I keep forgetting that it exists. So it's nothing necessarily against the show itself. Right. I just keep not coming back to it, but it sounds like a very rich universe, you know? Like the fifth season is either airing or just ended. And then the sixth season that's coming out is the last season. So I'm all like, okay, I'm ready to, if, Mm -hmm. if they're ending it, I'm ready to see how this goes. Sure. But, like, the fifth season was supposed to be, like, the fifth book, but there's, like, nine books. Mm-hmm. And they're ending it in season six. And, like, the ninth book hasn't come out yet. So, I don't know. I don't know if they'll they'll actually accomplish getting the entire series of books into this series or not. Probably yeah. not. Um, you got anything else TV-wise? Uh, yeah, Sarah and I, uh, we've been watching Barry. We finished the first season of it, uh-huh. and uh, we really like it. It's a really tight first season, and it ends a lot like they didn't, they weren't expecting a second season. Okay. But there are two seasons, but it, the, se- the season one is excellent. Like, I recommend checking out season one of Barry. Okay. Um, it's, it's really well done. Um, oh, what's his face? Um... Oh, he's from Saturday Night Live. I can't think of his name right now. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't have the Googles. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, crap. What is his name? Bill his Hader. name is Bill Hader. It's like it starts with a B. It's not Barry though. Um, yeah, Bill Hader. He's really good in it. Like it really shows off his acting range and abilities. And the writing of characters is just so excellent. Like I, I highly recommend Barry. Like if you don't like the first, if you don't like the first episode, I, I, you'll not like the entire season. Okay. Like I was. It is real excited about the first episode, and I watched. Like I watched to. What point was it? Like, like two or three episodes in, I think. And I, mm-hmm. I just, it's not really my thing. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like it after a couple episodes, but like Sarah and I, we really like. Um, there's like this uh, Chechenian character or Bolivian character who's really like he's written really funny, and you know, he's like, "Oh, come on in, let me get you a submarine sandwich, or uh, maybe a drink, maybe a fresca, something fresh." You know, it's a hot day out there, and he's just very funny, and it's like not what you'd consider to be a mobster. Okay. And it's just it's just really really good. But seriously, like uh, it's I I recommend it. The first season is really excellent. Um, I have no idea about the second season, but 
it wraps up almost as if it's the end of like they weren't expecting it to get a second season. In fact, it feels like they were told you're definitely not getting a second season. Okay. And yet there there is a second season of it. Hmm. All right. And that's that's a HBO series, isn't it? Yeah, it's an HBO original, so Okay. It's it's got enough, you know, violence and language and all that kind of stuff to to make just about anybody happy. Okay. Sorry. Um, uh, what else you watch? I, I guess I can get into a couple more things I'm watching. Um, I saw on a few people's lists uh, the movie Underwater uh, starring Kristen Stewart was mm-hmm. really good. It was one of their favorite things of the year. And so I actually took time to sit down and watch that. And I enjoyed it. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think it was phenomenal, but it's it's really well done uh, for what it is. Like the 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 movie starts like right away too. There's um, there's no like build up or anything. It starts right off and it gets into like that cosmic horror kind of stuff. You know, like uh, where the the what you're afraid of is the unknown. Okay. And uh, it's it's good for what it is. It's good. Um, like it, it has a very similar feeling to. Um, quiet place okay like in the sense that it's it's about the characters just their characters are in a monster scenario okay um and so yeah so if that sounds like it's up your alley check that out okay um looks like we could knock out a bunch of these just saying christmas movies yeah, yeah. I watched uh, with the kids. I watched Klaus, which was nominated uh, last year for uh, best animated feature, and it was really good. It yeah. actually teared up at the end. I also watched Klaus, and it, it was one of those things that it um, it did. It made me it made me tear up and everything. I got sad, <laughs> and the girls were like, "What's the matter, Daddy?" And it's like, "Daddy's just experiencing some emotions." <laughs> um. But yeah, I just I really did like it. Uh, it was good. Uh, then you know the, the the staples. I've watched Gremlins, Love Actually, How the Grinch, Die Hard, um, the nineteen seventy something version of Scrooge. Okay. And yeah, so I watched all of those things. I didn't get around to watching Scrooge, which was one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. Um, okay. With Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general. Uh, I just watched a lot of Christmas movies. How about you? Uh, we watched a movie called The Holiday Calendar, which is like a it's like a Hallmark movie on Netflix. Um, okay. About a, a girl who uh, her grandfather gives her a advent calendar, and it tells the future and like brings mm-hmm. her to the the like through things to get to the guy she loves. Oh, that's nifty. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Uh, we watched uh, the Christmas Chronicles one and two. Oh, the girls watched the first Christmas Chronicles and they liked that. I just didn't sit down and watch it with them. It is very good. Like yeah, it's uh, it's done by the same people who did um, Night at the Museum, I think. Okay, yeah, and I it's like got those. a similar sort of feel. Nice. So yeah, like it was, it was pretty good. Um. Uh, let's see here. And we also watch... Uh, that's kind of it for Christmas things. Because we had no internet, we watched a bunch of things that I already had. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched all three of How to Train Your Dragon movies. And uh, we also watched uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon. Oh, yeah. I watched that uh, in theaters when it first came out. Uh, what did y'all think? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it makes me feel fat. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I went into it expecting it to be a comedy. Right. It was, it was kind it, of funny, but it's not... Like, it's one of those things that it has funny moments, but it is definitely not a comedy, you know? Right. Like, it's it has comedic moments. But I was I was full out expecting a, you know, full force comedy. Right. And I did not get that at all. So I was disappointed in that sense, but I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Um... See here. What else have you watched? Um, the the big. Oh, also, uh, I watched um, Christmas Vacation and Christmas Story. Uh, but anyway, uh, like as for new stuff, I watched Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, I, I got around to watching that on Sunday when the internet came back. Um, what do you think? Um, I thought it was good. I think it holds par for what the first one is. Um, apparently it's a love it or hate it kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, like, I don't know. I checked, uh, like my only big issue and it's the same issue I had in the first one. I think that they are, um, pulling down the feminist level of it to make it more acceptable to the normal comic book crowd. Okay. Um, like, I had the issue where, you know, Wonder Woman in the first one, she's told to be quiet by men, and she just does. And in this one, I was talking to Sarah, and Sarah's like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And I was like, yeah, except for, you know, the fact that she, it's it's a bit sexist. And she's all like, like what? And I was like, well, like, her learning how to fly because a man told her how. As opposed to, you know, just her doing it, you know? Right. So I, I just have like little minor issues along those lines, and it's it's nothing big. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I really liked uh, Kristen Wiig. Okay. I was very surprised at her being a villain. I don't know. I don't think they really did much with that character, honestly. Well, no. Like the, their their main focus was definitely for. Um, um, the Mandalorian. Okay. You know, that, that, that they were just really aiming at that being the big bad. Yeah. Wait, is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Pedro Pascal or whatever. He's, he's Mando. I didn't know that was Pedro Pascal and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the, the Trumpian guy. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. I do not lie. I don't recognize him without a mustache. Is what it well, is. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he was also the the viper, the red viper on Game of Thrones, and he's done a couple other things. I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um. Did I? Did we talk about the end of the Mandalorian? Did I? I have not I think watched that's it. Been so. Since this. Like I, I watched the rest of the Mandalorian. I watched the end of it. It's, it's, it's pretty good. You should watch it. Yeah, I, I will. It's just a matter of getting around to it. 
Um, and you didn't watch it, but I watched Soul. Yeah, we were going to sit down as a family, and we just didn't get around to doing that. It is it is the most like adult themed, not adult themed, like you know, like rated R Content. sort of adult like, theme. Yeah, yeah, but like, like uh, the like theme the is concepts. very an adult theme. It's like. Like I commented earlier, I was like, like most Pixar movies will make me cry, like Coco, just because yeah. of like what happens in the movie. I was like, this made me cry because it makes me go, oh, what have I done with my life? <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Any movie that's able to do that, I think, is a good movie. Um, um, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get though... like way into it because you're gonna watch it, but yeah, and I, I do feel that. Um... Like, um, Pixar has been kind of skewing more towards that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, they're what they were focusing on is they're the those people are growing up, and so Pixar yeah. is growing up with them, exactly. Because I felt like, uh, there's some concepts in Inside Out, yeah, and were, this is the were, same director who big. did that, okay? Yeah, so then that makes complete sense. Um, did we have anything else? Um, let's see. I watched, uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon, which is, uh, like, it's a parody, kind of like, uh, um, Naked Gun or, uh, Scary Movie or something along those lines. Uh-huh. But it was back when it, it, the writing actually is tight. Like, there's a lot of good jokes. And if you like a lot of those movies, like Lethal Weapon and, um, oh... Uh, basic instincts and I don't know, just anything that was right. a cop based movie back in the early nineties, late eighties. Mm-hmm. It, it's good. It's got tight writing. It's got good acting. Uh, it's got Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Um, and it's good. And I watched Austin Powers gold member, not, you know, spy shag me, not uh, international man of mystery, but, uh, but gold member. And uh, I was, I was, very inebriated at the time and it was a very funny movie and I enjoyed that. <laughs> All right. Uh, does that wrap us up for this normal episode? Yeah, I think so. All right. So, uh, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us at media Monday show at gmail.com and reach out to us, uh, contact us, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if there's anything that we should be seeing or watching or listening. Um, you could also find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. You can tweet at us at, at Media Monday Show. Um, you can leave a message at message Media Monday. Or hold on, I always mess this up. Yeah, Me, Media Monday Show dot message dot no, com. No, it's that's message not it. Media Monday Show dot com. Dang it! It's all right. So it's, I've the, taken our website you know. and I've I've made a link from that website that like that goes directly to another website. Okay, great. Yes, yeah, so Gino's making it more complicated. So you know. <laughs> No, Check I made it out. easier, because yeah, otherwise easier. it's easier like anchor.fm slash Media Monday Show or something like that, or I don't know what the, but it's all through our podcast host. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. So you can check us out there. Um, let's see. What else are we doing? Um, yeah, uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah. And stay tuned to your podcast, whatever, for our best of 2020 yeah, which uh, will be released very shortly, um, and we'll list our best and worst of what we've experienced this year. All right. 
Well, All right, thank you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Click.